Welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I'm your host, Cardinalis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And today we're going to be talking about a New York Times article that was retweeted by Andrew Yang asking if Joe Biden has lost the internet, analyzing his internet presence, and also what that actually has to do with anything in him winning and or losing and or everything else we're about to talk about. Cody, tell us what is going on. All right. So yeah, as you're pointing out, uh, just started this morning. I was actually I was going through trying to get ready to do another video talking about Andrew Yang and some of the work he was doing when I noticed that he had actually uh, it appears recommended this article to us. And I at first I didn't understand what it was exactly. It's an op-ed talking about it, but there's some actually really good points in here I want to get into, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about kind of how much it does matter. I did think it was interesting because one thing that I will say I I thought it. I was critical of how Andrew Yang endorsed Joe Biden. I thought he should have stood by it more. But now I actually kind of like how he's he's maintained that almost like quasi endorsement streak to the point of he's yeah. been the whole time. He's not Joe Bernie Sanders is like we got to vote for Joe. Go vote Joe. Andrew Yang is like look, I if you want to beat Trump, we got to vote for him. I'm not going to tell anyone they have to vote for him. And we're seeing on him. I just thought that was interesting. He's been raining a little bit. Critical. You could say it's because he actually wants him to win. So he's like, I'm not just going to all of a sudden yeah. pretend Joe Biden's awesome because he isn't, but maybe he's the best bet. Anyway, that bit aside, I thought it'd be interesting to go through here, take a look at some of the things the uh, Kevin Roos, the author of this, brings up, and take a look at how much of this is actually true and how much of this isn't. So uh, here is the article. Oh, let me resize that for you guys. Talking about is Joe Biden losing the internet and does that matter? I think the does that matter is the real question here. Kind of it. Losing the internet's we were putting it, but yeah, he's not he's not popular with the, the the kids online. He's not in the memes. Something that they point out now. A couple things I want to touch over here is just some of the initial um, some of the initial what's I'm looking for the initial shots fired at Joe Biden. We'll take a look at some of that stuff and then get into yeah. it because they mentioned that Joe Biden is only thirty two thousand subscribers on the influential video platform YouTube. A pittance compared with some of his rivals in the Democratic primary race. A pittance. In roughly second time I read pittance in an article the last few days. Yeah. And roughly three hundred thousand fewer than President Trump. Uh, the videos that Mr. Biden posts these days mostly repurposed campaign ads and TV style interviews filmed from the makeshift studio in his basement rarely crack ten thousand views. And the virtual crickets that group many of his appearances have become a source of worry. For for some Democrats who see his sluggish performance online as a bad omen for his electoral chances in November. <laughs> this is a quote from a commenter in one of his videos. This video is, is two days old and it's sitting at 20,000 views, one commenter wrote. This is a guy who's supposed to beat Trump. Uh, I definitely think this, because this, this brings me to one of my favorite, one of my favorite little, um, I'm sure a little question of the modern election. Is Twitter real life? But anyway, I don't want to get into that. I want to run through the last few things because they bring up his subscriber, the subscriber count on YouTube. So I wanted to go through, first of all, we're going to really quickly burn through how many subscribers your average presidential Democratic candidate has on YouTube and how Joe Biden racks up against just a few, not all of them. And then I also want to take a look at Twitter, which is another influential platform. Then we'll get into some more stuff here. So first thing, we look at him on YouTube. And I will, I will say 35,000 subscribers from the guy who is... It's not like he's just the odds-on favorite. He is the Democratic nominee for president at the moment. He yeah. was the vice president for eight years. And I, I guess who, I don't think Twitter has been, I mean, YouTube was, videos are being posted since then. But just interesting to see that. So we'll go through and look at our boy Andrew Yang. 162,000 subscribers on YouTube. Wow. Very nice. Go to Elizabeth Warren. This was weird. 17.3. But again, I don't think Elizabeth Warren's trying to grow her YouTube. They're not trying to be YouTubers. Yeah. And then we get to Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, is the best at this YouTube stuff from any of the Democrats running for president. Bernie Sanders has almost 400,000 subscribers. And okay. he actually does very well-produced live streams that kind of make sense in the vein of what you expect to see on a live stream on the yeah. internet. Uh, he did a live stream interview with Cardi B on Instagram. They put it on YouTube with Instagram Live. You get it. He knows what he's doing. And he actually raises some pretty decent money 
doing these things as well. But then the last thing I want to touch is because, like I said, ultimately I feel like every five months we have to ask the question in politics. Is Twitter real life? I can't tell. Like Twitter candidates always Or lose. is it a precursor or some kind of predictor a measurable quantifier that can predict success in the box office. Well, it's like if you were to if you were to ask Twitter, Labor was going to win the the UK elections that happened just a few months ago, and they didn't. Yeah. If you were to ask Twitter, Hillary Clinton definitely going to win 2016, and she did. You're going to ask Twitter, Bernie Sanders, no way he would have lost Joe Biden. Well, he did. Yeah. But I do want to point out on the line of that, Joe Biden does have five million followers roughly on Twitter, and he gained, I want to say. 500, a little under yeah, 500,000 of those in March of 2020, which is to me is like, who was waking up March of 2020? You know what's funny? I might have followed Joe Biden in that span because I'll admit yeah. there's a lot of times. Well, a lot of times I'll just I'll see an account go by. I'm like, I'm not following them. That's weird. But still, it's just funny. We so many people are like, oh, this Joe Biden, this Joe Biden guy. Maybe, maybe now I actually have to take him follow. seriously. You yeah, know? he's worth he's worth looking at. Like, like I don't follow Mike Pence, so I think as a VP, there was less of a reason to follow him on Twitter than as a candidate. To me, it's more interesting to follow a candidate on Twitter than it would be necessarily an elected official. But he's been a candidate for like, if you're just finding out Joe Biden's <laughs> running for president, and like, I guess that's a good, because here's look at that, 493,000, 400, holy cow, couldn't have followers in 30 days. Or, yeah, 30, that's really interesting to me. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it happens, just always, it's just one of those things. Something in the election, I've always thought with Joe Biden too, it's like, who's just now being like, this Joe Biden guy, I really, I really like this Joe Biden guy. I didn't know what he was yeah. all about this whole time. And people are like, Joe Biden says weird, goofy stuff. It's like, oh, oh, oh you, you think Joe Biden says weird, goofy stuff? And you find a treasure trove of, he said like 30 years of Joe Biden doing mm -hmm. this stuff. I don't know. It's just a little side to me. But anyway, so that's now getting out some of the numbers out of the way because it's it's one thing to just say Joe Biden doesn't do well on the internet. Uh, as someone who's on the internet a lot, I would say, you know what? That sounds about right. I don't really think of Joe Biden very much, but it's another thing to kind of look at. Well, he's not a YouTuber. Okay, that makes sense. Like, 5 million followers on Twitter is no joke, man. I mean, that's... He was a world leader. I mean, like, the actual brand and profile of Joe Biden is really high. I don't, I don't understand... 100%, but then that leads me to the only thing that I think really matters here. There's one thing I do think Joe Biden... I, I don't think Joe Biden has any issue getting attention. You know, he's he's the Democratic nominee for president. He's endorsed by everybody, and he was vice president for eight years. But do you think fundraising would be... The, that? That's where I think he's not going to be able to do what Bernie Sanders did and raise 40, $34 million, basically mostly through... Um, I don't want to say Twitter, but you know what I mean? Like mostly through Act Blue links and a lot of, he wasn't, there was no wine cave dinners with Bernie Sanders, right? So I don't know. Yeah. I just think that's, that's going through all the stuff. Like, okay. He, he, de depending on the profile, the social media thing, there is some, Joe Biden isn't a nobody on the internet, but well, this is where I, he's money. I, I, I oftentimes try and think what I would do if I were a campaign manager or if I were influential somehow in a campaign of Joe Biden in this situation. And I got to tell you, I have no idea what kind of advice I would give because every single time Joe Biden has gone on anything modern, any kind of coronavirus live stream from his house, any kind of social media driven interview, it has been an absolute disaster. Like it's, it's just it's been unwatchably boring being super cringy and or has given the opposition some serious ammunition 
where you think this has done more damage than good. There was a reason why for the whole first six months of his campaign, he basically stayed out of the limelight, <laughs> you know, as like this de facto front runner that everybody was just aware of, but never saw on television, never saw on YouTube, never saw on Twitter. And, and it almost seemed like the strategy of his campaign managers was, look, just, just let the pawns on the chessboard fight first. You sit back here as this de facto king. And, and, and even if you atrophy, it, you will slide into home still just barely above them in the numbers, right? And that basically worked. It, it worked to get him the nomination. Um, in reality, it was actually the Clyburn endorsement that won him the nomination and his success in South Carolina yeah. and Super Tuesday. Real politics. Did. What do you think? Actual yeah, real politics, actual like politics. Local politicians did. endorsing you. So I got to tell you, man, I, the best predictor of future success we know is actually past performance. And if Joe Biden's game is just staying silent and hoping that there's enough just anti-Trump hatred that people will vote for you as the solution against Trump, I don't see an advantage for him trying to come across all of a sudden as something he's not because you'll remember he got lampooned really hard and I really didn't like his first campaign ad. I was actually more of a Joe Biden fan before he actually started running. Um, his first campaign ad, you got to watch it. He comes out the gate swinging as though he's like an AOC, uh, Trump's a white supremacist and his followers are depro deplorable enablers. And the thing that was strange to me was I thought, you know, this isn't really Joe Biden. I, I connected with Joe Biden when he was on uh, that late night show and he kind of broke down into tears a little bit when he talked about um, uh, having heard one of his friends that, that that was in the army with his son who had died. And, and, and there was a period of there for 18 months preceding his candidacy in which he came across as just very human, very likable retail politician. You could almost forget what he participated in in the Obama administration as somebody that didn't like that administration and actually kind of like him for a while there. And that was because he was very good at that retail politics, um, not trying to be this avant-garde internet progressive. And he doesn't seem to adapt well to it. Um, in terms of rhetoric in campaign ads. And he doesn't seem to actually adopt well to the technology at all. You saw him like batting away the person trying to hand him notes in that one live stream of his, not realizing it was a wide angle camera, a wide angle lens, and everybody could see what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's really bad. Just yesterday he called COVID-19, COVID-9 on a live stream. You know, shorthand. that's what we call it on the internet. Maybe Joe Biden's more online than we thought. Yeah, maybe he's doing 4D live stream chess, right? But um, anyway, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think really super adapting. He needs surrogates to do this. Is actually what I should be saying. Just like Bernie had, um, what was her name? The African American senator that would go out and she was always saying, "Hello, somebody." Remember Nina Turner? I believe so. Yeah, I think it was Nina Turner. I'm not sure, but yeah, definitely. Um, I'm forgetting her name. But um, man, she would give awesome barn burner speeches. And she was, I would, I would almost rather watch her than him. You know what I'm saying? So Biden needs to get those surrogates, man. He needs to get those surrogates and get them out there. 
and get some super online personalities that are willing to stand for him. And you know they're out there. There's enough just DNC stands in Hollywood. Barack Obama. Yeah. Joe Biden's entire campaign is, wow, it looks Uh, like Joe Biden's going to lose. And then Barack Obama picks up a phone and and then, oh, he dropped out. I mean, it didn't even look like he was going to lose. But seriously, look into – Joe, this isn't even like hidden. Barack Obama was on the phone. Barack Obama's the rich daddy. He was on the phone with Bernie Sanders for like four hours over the few days before Bernie Sanders dropped out and endorsed Joe Biden. And then the day after he endorses Joe Biden, Barack Obama just coincidentally endorses Joe Biden as well. I mean, it was – now that Barack had gotten the field cleared for little Joe, he could finally come in and endorse him himself. I don't know. I just think, to your point though, I gotta admit I've never been able to find this mythical Joe Joe Biden ad you're talking about. But one thing I didn't know with Joe Biden it was is the one where he announced his candidacy. It's I, easy to find. Anyway, one thing with Joe Biden is he he does make it onto the internet and clips of him do go viral. <laughs> Unfortunately, and I'm serious. Part of him not being able to campaign in general, he is good at like people what's called a retail politician. Right? It's one of the things he's good at in politics, but. It's also important to remember when Joe Biden was out in the world interacting with people, we were getting. This is one of my favorites when he uh, when he called when he challenged this guy to a push up contest and called him fat, called him a liar. Yeah. One of my favorites too is when the guy said that he was hearing stuff on the news and Joe Biden said you are not hearing that stuff on the news. Like, excuse me, I know uh, what I'm hearing. Uh, <laughs> like, you could say it's true or not, but don't tell me it's not being said. I'm yeah. hearing it being said. So we have that. And then one of my favorite moments, and I've been I've been trying to find a full clip of it, but it was when Joe Biden. Threatened to slap I think it was a construction worker Over a disagreement about um, I think it was gun control Stuff like that uh, After saying that he was full of shit That was great Sorry normally I don't like to swear But no. <laughs> I'm just quoting Democratic presidential nominee uh. Joe Biden Okay I'm just quoting the president That's yeah. the kind of language He tells me he's alright to use uh, But I love that Don't tell me that pal Or I'm going to slap you in the face That's a quote from Joe Biden So yeah. stuff like that Doesn't make it on the internet But the thing is Joe Biden While he is Confrontational in person, it's actually really good when he's he's very confrontational in person. Uh, it's also something that he's not. He doesn't have this. Like I think the best way to sum it up is Joe Biden is never going to make a delete your account tweet like Hillary Clinton in 2016, right? Yeah. Like Joe Biden is not going to get into like I don't think protracted Twitter beefs with Donald Trump. It's not slamming Trump with a good tweet. Doesn't seem like Joe Biden's game. I'm sure he's. I'm sure his account have tweeted bad things about Donald Trump all the time, but what I'm saying is this like petty beefing, like the kind of stuff that gets people to like, oh, that's funny and laughing at it. It's not what Joe Biden is. It's not what he does. He'll threaten to slap somebody in the face in front of cameras, but he's not going to go on Twitter and make snarky comments about President Trump. Like maybe his interns or staff will, but it isn't necessarily Joe Biden's main strength. So it is going to be interesting to see because there's one. We talked about just in general, kind of some funny stuff, but there is something here that's important to keep in mind that there is a reality to this. Uh, this is an art. This was a an article from I think it's Brian Schwartz, but these little tweet synapses actually is pretty good. What I'm trying to get to is so what he's mentioning is that Democratic Party bundlers are struggling to find time to prioritize raising money for Biden as they look to overcome hurdles from COVID-19, from dealing with layoffs to employees in the hospital. Many bundlers aren't focusing on helping Biden. A couple things to point out: one, the rich people normally just kind of have like. A number in their mind, they have five million dollars to just kind of blow yeah. this campaign. That's eh, my camp. My my business is closing. Right there's that. But the other end is one thing Joe Biden never had success with. His fundraising was never insanely high. He he was essentially fundraising maybe fifteen percent ahead he of Andrew in Yang. Debt. Well, he was losing money. Too, yeah, by spending he was it, in but debt. There was never this massive network of fun like like Bernie Sanders. I mean, Bernie Sanders famously rejected a lot of these traditional bundler methods that Joe Biden's finding up or drying out. Now we've seen it's possible to. 
fundraise for our campaign very well. I mean, Andrew Yang wasn't getting these big bundlers coming together with a bunch of his money either. It was mostly solid small donations. You can leverage the internet to get a lot of small donations. I mean, Bernie Sanders raised how much? I think it was like thirty something million dollars in a quarter off largely act blue links. I mean, that was a lot of money came from. Joe Biden's never been able to do that, and now he has to learn basically overnight in situations where, yeah, he's not really popular on a lot of these platforms. And one other thing I want to touch on, just the last little thing going back to the, because going back to the original op-ed, um, which by the way, Andrew Yang retweeted this. Retweets do equal endorsements. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> what I thought was funny, though, is he brings up a good point here. And that is that, not that progressives only recently started competing. Progressives have been on YouTube for a while. But the idea that the kind of active, fun, the, vid, the kind of content that goes well on YouTube, right? That kind of left progressive base. They, they're making videos like 17 minutes of Joe Joe's melting brain. They're not making, <laughs> let's go vote for Joe Biden video. I yeah. mean, they're not making a Joe Biden's going to go fight for us on X and Y videos. And then you also filter that in what they mentioned. Famously, Joe Rogan just said like, you know what? God, if it's between Biden and Trump, I guess I have to vote Trump. I mean, there definitely is certain social media spheres that are like, yeah, dude, Joe Biden is not right or left. Joe Biden is not our yeah. guy. Now, the thing is, in general, those have proven to be wrong in elections. Maybe this means Joe Biden will win, but I think that they, like, where there's a little bit more of just kind of LOL Joe Biden's old kind of jokes is the yeah. fact that, yeah, if traditional fundraising dries up, it isn't that your campaign has to end. You can pivot to online sources. We've seen it. I saw, oh my God, do you... I don't have any pictures, but I remember there was people basically like selling photos of themselves in exchange for campaign endorsements to Bernie Sanders and, and Andrew Yang. The yeah. point being was there's creative ways to get a grassroots effort of like very engaged online people yeah. to use online methods to fundraise for you. That's yeah. real. Joe Biden has access to none of it. None of it. Nobody's nobody's falling over themselves to take naked pictures of themselves to get Joe to get Joe Biden yeah. money. No, I'm telling you, people did that for Bernie Sanders. They did that for Andrew Yang. Look it up. Nobody's going to do that for yeah. Joe Biden. And I think, well, it's again a goofy anecdote. It shows that I don't know where he turns for money aside from you know what? No, we got. You know what he has help for again? Hopefully, Barack Obama can pick up his phone and oh, make a few calls. Dude, Barack Obama. That, I don't know what he's going to do. Th there's definitely this relationship building. A perceived relationship building of daddy, can you call some of your friends? Yeah. Like uh, he's kind of behaving like a trust fund kid off of the popularity of daddy Obama. You know what I'm saying? And and 30 he, years is elder. <laughs> yeah. He, he wants the popularity that daddy's got and he wants the influence and power in the position that daddy's got. But at the end of the day, he got into the family business because daddy put him into the family business and all the workers are like, ah, the boss's son is here. And even though the bosses have retired, we really know who's in charge, but, uh, the boss called out of retirement and says that we have to respect his son. So fine. Yes. Mr. Biden. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's literally like the original owner of the corporation retired and the son that maybe didn't work for it or didn't, deserver or just didn't have the respect of the the clientele or the other people have just kind of accepted him as a de facto figurehead in the absence of the real guy you know it's just that is the feeling that i'm getting of the biden candidacy it's like the son that took over the million dollar family business and everybody knows that he's not really in charge i don't know how to put it other than that 
It does. I mean, I'll just I'll I'll, I'll wrap it up with my last one thing I thought was very funny. Actually, two things. One, uh, just again, I mean, I wanna just wanted to just I wanna. This isn't necessarily proof to say, but yeah, this was going on. This one I thought was really funny. I have someone here saying that they raised over three thousand dollars selling nudes for Bernie Sanders. No. Um, <laughs> uh, on Reddit. Who was this? So that's really funny. I thought uh, it was a a, a nanarchist. Oh my god, I can't believe I just said those words out loud. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, somebody uh, somebody did that. <laughs> A nanarchist? What's yeah. that? Somebody asked. They said, "Were they nudes of you? Did Bernie thank you? How much do you want for?" Oh, were, they of of <laughs> were they nudes of Bernie? Were they nudes of Bernie? They were. They were nudes. Bernie did not thank me, but he's a very busy man, so no hard feelings. I don't want to violate your dad's privacy, and I'm not a fan of them. No, <laughs> he's not a New York Knicks fan. Um, but I, I just thought that was again. No one's doing that for Joe Biden. I'm sorry. No one's doing that for Joe Biden. So. <laughs> if that's a smear upon your candidacy or an awesome badge of honor that you got people willing to sell nudes on your I'll tell you what that is uh, that is definitely a more that's closer to the future of political fundraising than whatever the hell Joe Biden does online unfortunately (laughs) is what I think it is that's funny man that's funny so anyway um let us know what you guys think uh please in the comments below tell us if you've had any experiences that led you to believe otherwise and also i want to know if my analogy of uh daddy obama and rich son biden actually works for you if it resonates so please let's continue the conversation in the uh comments below make sure you follow us on twitter at psp radio one and join the channel it's only five bucks a month really inexpensive way to make sure that these videos keep coming to you free of charge this is problem solver politics we'll see you guys in the next video